1: This is Live Mike. Is live Mike. Checking. With Leland Sperry. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Leland Sperry on KSL News Radio. Hey, welcome to episode 87 of this program, Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, and I am going to waste no time getting right into today's show. I have, over the past number of months as the host of this program, had the great privilege of interviewing so many uh, wonderful, powerful, important, and fascinating individuals. We've had millionaires on the show. We've had business leaders. We've had politicians. uh, We've had teachers. We've had uh, any type of person you can imagine, we've had them on this program, and I've I and I have had the great privilege of interviewing them. Uh, well, today uh, we set a new standard. We're going to be speaking in just a moment to, uh, first off, a middle school teacher uh, who spent a, a number of years uh, teaching science and social studies and uh, enriching the minds of uh, those young people who would go on to, to, you know, to have productive lives of their own. And then that middle school teacher uh, it changed course a bit. And in 2004, uh, was welcomed uh, to the NASA family as an astronaut candidate. And then uh, this astronaut, Ricky Arnold, uh, would go to uh, be aboard one of the final space shuttle discovery flights uh, before it came to uh, a final rest at the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum just across from Dulles Airport in Chantilly, Virginia. Uh, he, uh, on that flight, uh, would... Build the International Space Station, uh, adding pieces to that that would ensure it was powered up and functional, operational. And then later on a subsequent mission, he would spend a, an immense amount of time on board the ISS, uh, teaching folks from afar and learning there himself. All in all, uh, my guest, Ricky Arnold, astronaut, has spent over 200 days in outer space. Uh, and <laughs> when I had first initially asked uh, producer Amy uh, to see if uh, Mr. Arnold was available to speak to us, my, uh, my thought was that we would reach out to uh, an astronaut, someone who had spent uh, so much time on the uh, space station and in space uh, practicing probably, probably the the most effective form of social distancing uh, that any of us could quite imagine. Uh, maybe we get some advice uh, from someone who, have ha- who has had such an experience. Uh, uh, but, sir, let me first and foremost uh, thank you for coming on and welcoming you to the program.
0: Oh, thank you, uh, Lee, kindly for having me and for the, for the wonderful introduction. Much appreciated.
1: Would you do me a favor? I, I will admit, when I, I have, uh, you know, been aware of your uh, NASA career for some time, I'm kind of a space nerd myself, and I uh, am embarrassed to say that I had somehow, uh, you know, until preparing for this conversation, uh, been unaware of your early days uh, as, as a middle school teacher. Uh, and I was particularly struck by that and grateful to, to learn that fact uh, for a number of reasons. First and foremost, my, my own mother is a, a middle school social studies teacher, uh, and Just yesterday, I'll tell you. Here in the state of Utah, uh, it was announced that uh, school will remain closed for the duration of the school year. Uh, As a as a teacher yourself, sir, do you have any advice to the students who are now uh, faced with these dramatically different uh, stances in which they'll be learning for the duration of this year?
0: Yeah, it's it's a tough time for 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 learners and for for teachers and and faculty and staff everywhere trying to kind of invent education on the fly, uh, you know, dist, dist with distance learning. Um, you know, for for the students, you know, we're we're all in this together. Um, there's a there's there's a there's, this is happening globally as we're we're all aware, and it's really easy to kind of to to kind of think it's only happening to you. Reach out to your teachers. They're working really hard to uh, to make this the best uh, uh, best experience it can be, and um, stick to a schedule as best you can. And see what uh, opportunities this presents presents you. You know, everything life brings you is an opportunity to learn. And this will be something they'll be talking about for the rest of their lives. And what can they learn from it uh, would be a, a good thing to be thinking about.
1: Your time on the International Space Station was spent, uh, among many other things, uh, but teaching lessons from space to classrooms and students and enriching the minds of folks, essentially uh, the, <laughs> the absolute epitome of distance learning. Uh, will you talk to us okay. a, a little bit about uh, what your experience was like in that setting? Uh, and then, if you wouldn't mind, are there any lessons you learned then uh, during your time on the space station uh, and during your entire NASA career on your various missions that we could, uh, you know, us Earthlings, uh, could apply to our own practice of uh, essentially isolation, uh, protecting ourselves and others against the spread of this coronavirus?
0: Yeah, the uh, two good questions. Uh, the, well, I, I was brought on as an educator restaurant in 2004, and one of the things that kind of bothered, bothered me, and I think some of the, the other educators, Joe and Dottie and, and Bart Morgan, who I worked with was the, the sense of not completing the, the initial mission of, uh, of the Challenger crew uh, when Kristen McAuliffe and the crew of Challenger were lost uh, so many years ago. And so when, uh, when Joe and I were actually assigned to a space flight, he was another middle school teacher by coincidence. Uh, and by, by coincidence, we happened to be uh, flying back-to-back. Back. So we would cover almost an entire year in space, Joe first and then myself uh, after, after him wanted to focus on trying to to complete uh, if not the actual components of that mission at least the spirit of that mission was complete which was largely committed to education so you know much like any other lesson plan you try to develop um it uh, sometimes doesn't go as you expected and these lesson plans were all developed on the ground and I've, i was of course <laughs> trying to deliver them in in microgravity and uh yeah. yeah, there was a lot of learning for me about how to do sim- seemingly simple tasks that you would do in a classroom and then trying to do them while traveling 17,500 miles, uh, miles an hour, uh, in low Earth orbit. You know, one of the, one of the key skills you need to be successful in space or any, any extreme environment, um, is, is, is flexibility. Uh, so, you know, d- during this time, we, we really all have to, uh, you know, to, to kind of, Take a moment and and see you know what changes can we make and how can we adapt to a situation that none of us are really prepared for and and I also think it's really important uh, when we're in space you know we've been doing this a long time NASA has a lot of experience with people being isolated uh, in in very unique environments just really critical you try to keep keep connections um, even while you're doing it at a distance we were very fortunate we had we had our own small community of six on the ISS, which sounds really small back then, but it sounds pretty big right now. Um, yeah. And uh, so I had that that community there, but I also was able to regularly reach out to people that I spoke to regularly, like my family, and I spent a fair bit of time in space reaching out to people I haven't spoken to in a long time just to reestablish old connections. I think that's just just a really healthy thing to grow a community in the environment that we have uh, before us
1: you telling me that you reached out to some folks you hadn't had contact in a while and said, uh, Hey, it's your old friend Ricky calling you from space. How are things? How are those conversations? Yeah,
0: yeah, sometimes they wouldn't answer the phone because they didn't recognize the phone number. So I would leave them a message and <laughs> just say, I'm calling from the space station and I'm not calling. To, you don't owe me any money. I'm just calling to say hi.
1: I, <laughs> that'd be the most amazing voicemail to catch. And then also, the you'd kick yourself. Oh my gosh, I didn't pick up the phone. I could have talked to a spaceman. <laughs> That's absolutely that fascinating. That happened more than once. <laughs> uh, t- well, well, I'll tell you what. T- what were the t- who were the type of folks you were reaching out to? Uh, former teachers, uh, classmates? Uh, tell us as specifically as you can.
0: Oh, I, I, friends, family members I haven't spoken to a while, in a while. I actually called uh, my old schools. I called uh, I'd call just the front desk at the school where I went to high school, middle school, and elementary school. And uh, and just called the secretary from the space station. Um, my high school, she actually hung up on me twice before I finally got her to answer the phone. I said, please don't hang up. I'm really calling from the space station. Go to Google and look me up. I went to high school there. Uh, but just to <laughs> thank them for the important part. They played, you know, most of the teachers I had are gone. Uh, they're They're no longer working at those schools. But just. The institution itself played a huge role in getting me where I am today, and I just called to kind of thank them and let them think about the possibilities for the students they have with them today.
1: That's outstanding. That's so cool.
0: Uh,
1: t- time is tight. I have a few more questions to ask you, though. Uh, how are you spending your days right now? I imagine that you certainly are, you know, not immune from uh, this coronavirus and the advice we've been given to practice uh, social distancing. How are you spending your days?
0: Well, uh, fortunately, we have the ability. I can do most of my work from home. A fair bit of my job is training, and that kind of falls by the wayside unless it's mission critical or if we're actually supporting something that's happening on the space station now or very soon. Um, but uh, for for the other support that we're able to provide, most of it I can do from home. So uh spend a lot of time uh, on the phone and uh, or at a video conference. And it, it's kind of a then, then trying to stick to a schedule as best I can uh, during my day when filling in gaps between uh, between video conferences. So there's some real similarities to, to long duration spaceflight here on Earth. Of course, here I can go for a walk outside and enjoy the fresh air and the and, and you know, the clouds and the sunshine. We didn't have that option on the space station, but on the space station we got a wholly a wholly different look at uh, at this planet we all share.
1: Uh, you talk about walking outside. I, I failed to mention in the introduction I gave you that uh, you have performed a fair number of spacewalks yourself. Uh, dozens of hours, if, if I'm correct.
0: Yeah, I've done, I, I've done, about, I've done five spacewalks, each of them about six and a half hours. So I've spent, I think, the better part of a work week outside the International Space Station
1: absolutely amazing uh, let me ask you one uh, question in parting sir uh, as you as sure. you find yourself with maybe a little bit of extra free time on your hands uh, amidst these new circumstances uh, uh, what are you reading what do you what do you read to, to fill your personal time
0: I got two different uh, books going right now one of which I'm reading uh, a historical fiction uh, the Aubrey Maturin um, uh, Series about working on uh, in the Royal Navy on a tall sailing ship, which kind of takes me to all places of the world I would never get to. Although I've seen many of them yeah. in space, and I've also been reading some essays uh, by Wendell Berry. I'm looking at my nightstand right now, and uh, just about uh, life on a farm in rural Kentucky. So a little bit of, of fiction and a little bit of nonfiction.
1: Beautiful. Uh, Ricky Arnold, NASA astronaut, my guest here on Life Mike. Sir, I'm so grateful to you uh, for your contribution to uh, science and technology and learning and teaching. And I'm grateful to you for uh, the, the, the wisdom and insight you've brought to, to my audience and to me today uh, on KSL News Radio, Sir, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, thanks so much. Send your best to, my, to your family uh, and, uh, and try to stay sane throughout the duration of this uh, coronavirus stuff we're facing.
0: Thank you very much Lee. I can I affirm mean, when you look out the earth uh, from lower at the earth from lower sort we are all in this together and we will get through this. So thanks very much for reaching out and for all your support.
1: All righty. Thank you so much. This is KSL News Radio.